Hey friends. It's been a while since I could come and do a podcast. <laughs> now that you've been properly uh, serenaded, welcome. Welcome, it's Marbex. Sure. Is. We're back at it again for a long awaited mess around. Yeah. Dramatic pause. Yeah. For three weeks. Life happens. Sure did. We went places. We did stuff. Attended a wedding. Weddings, vacations, Job cleaning. Cleanings. So many cleanings. Um, I literally spent like four days last week just cleaning. I feel min, mm-hmm. minimum. But it's all over now. So <laughs> minimum. Minimum. In case you don't know my lingo. Yeah, legend min equals minimum. What's the difference between a legend and a key? Okay, I we have this conversation at least twice a year, and I still don't know the right answer until I look it up. The legend <laughs> is like a map. Is no. it strictly maps? Coordinates? Distances. Enough. We're okay. just going to move on. Um, but we looked this up many times. Wait. Well, who do we have on today? Stephanie. Who's Stephanie? <laughs> Super cool setup. <laughs> hey, Max. sibling. Who's Steph? Who wants that? Oh no! Who wants your sister? Oh, it's me, sister. Your older sibling. You only have older sisters. (laughs) I am the youngest one. Yeah, so that's all you got. She was born in 1986. (laughs) Relevance zero. In West Covina, California. Foreigners. (laughs) Um, is a legend. She's just a funny person, so we said we got to get her on and get her to say some stuff, right? Yeah, it was necessary. Mm-hmm. I love hearing her story. She has such a unique perspective on life. Yeah, this is just an entertaining one because we gab and we talk to my Everyone sis. can relate, even if you've never been in that scenario. Mm-hmm. You've either witnessed it, heard about it, dated someone with it, had a best friend in it. Mm-hmm. I mean... Or can just understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe even empathetic human. Mm-hmm. So, um, but before we get into that, what's the news? I'll tell you. A mafia fugitive was caught after a YouTube cooking show revealed who he was. Oh. Like, embarrassing that you were. I hate to go down that way. Yeah, you're on the run and then a video, let's see, seven years on the freaking run. He's from Italy, ends up in the Dominican Republic, and they they identified him by his freaking tattoos. (laughs) Risky. I now understand my mom's point of view. Tattoos. Tattoos. You can't do anything when you have tattoos because someone's going to recognize your tattoos. You can't be a secret OnlyFans person. You can't get away with anything. Unless you have a really good foundation or an airbrush mm. situation that is mm-hmm. sweat resistant. Yeah, I don't know if that Kat Von D tattoo cover-up concealer it actually covers up tattoos, but... They coven up... Coven? Hmm? Cover up... Um, Megan Fox's very well. A lot of hers are covered. Wait, they have like actual stage makeup. That's where you gotta go get. Where do you get it? Halloween stores? I don't know. They're not open all year long. Cosmetic stores has like heavy duty. I don't know. I don't know. Google would know. Um. So tracking down this dude was a group effort from people from ten countries, dude. Eighteen hundred miles away from home. 
Um, he was cooking Italian food on YouTube, and that's it. He got caught, and that's just embarrassing. So did he get to enjoy the meal he was cooking, or did they like bust him before it was plated? <laughs> was he just sprinkling the parsley on top when they came in? Yeah. Don't ruin my chicken piccata. My carbonara is not done yet. You can disgrace me, but you can't disgrace my food. Yeah. And I don't know why a man from Italy would have this accent. <laughs> we it's say it with our chest, and this is how it comes out. It's not factual. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that story was real. That story was real. And that's just like a fun news story because, again, the, the world's crazy. So let's just listen to some fun news stories let's and interim. Enjoy. But, um, yeah, let's mess around. Skibbity beep up a doop a doop, dibbity dib a bow, it's a podcast. Stephanie is a one of a kind person. Every story is a good one, no matter what. Agreed. <laughs> and um, Stephanie is also my eldest sister, if you will. Oh, I will. I will allow that. I will. That blood relation, I will. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk to Stephanie today because nothing about it is bad and it's hilarious. And also, um, she's come a long way. She's had quite the journey, if you will. Yeah. 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 I call it that, I guess. To put it mildly. My first question though is about the psychological warfare you put up on me as a child, um, by telling me I had a brother that was dead. I want to know where Bernard came from, and I want to know why you did it. <laughs> you know, it was just, it brings happiness to me to see you be concerned, and to watch you believe it made me want to do it more and more and more. And once I realized that you were really believing it and were, like, upset about it, it made me happy. <laughs> And I don't know why I did it, but I couldn't stop, and it just felt like the right thing to do at the time. What made you think about it? Like, think of the idea. Yeah. (laughs) Can you remember? Um, I'm not exactly sure how it came about. I just knew once it did, I had to really run with it. Sure, sure. You You really commit to the things. I get that. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, it was like the stories had to get worse, Mm -hmm. um, more scary, Mm -hmm. just, you know... Sure. When I tell anyone about the story of Bernard, everyone's face is sort of in shock. Um, they're like, she said what? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they did. But you know what? For the longest time, I forgot how long I believed it for, but you did. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you guys, it would always be like, hey, Amber, should we tell her? I don't know. Oh, I know. And then you guys would do this whole thing. <laughs> so evil. I don't know. And I'm like, tell me what? Tell me what? It just sounded I don't know. so real. I don't know. We should tell her. Ruin her day. Yeah, then there we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Stephanie is, um, she follows through. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> if she has a good idea, something that brings her joy, she's going to do it. Well, it doesn't mean it's always a good idea. No. It just means it's a good feeling. But it doesn't mean that the idea and the actual task is something that anybody should be doing, really. Sure. But, but you know. But now it's funny. After the fact, it always is. <laughs> should we ever introduce ourselves? Like, yeah, Stephanie. Like, how would you introduce yourself, yeah. Stephanie? 
Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not really sure. You know, hi, everybody. My name is Stephanie. As you guys know, um, don't really have much to say about that. Marla's <laughs> eldest, as you know, she kindly <laughs> described me. And, you know, I'm just here for a good time. Thank you for having me. And yeah, that's all I really got for my introduction today. Yay, thank, thank you, you for being here. Yes, thank you for taking the time on a Monday Eve after <laughs> buying a mattress to be here. I know. Why, you bought a mattress? Yeah, we needed to get a new one. And uh, so whenever she was uh, messaging me, I'm like, oh, I hope I'm still not in the store. I mean, you know I would have answered either way. Oh, yeah. I would have done the store. Just, you know, I wanted to do it out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, she'd be sitting there being like, yeah, we'll take the king. And then anyway, so I told him this. And then that's exactly what yeah. I wanted. And like, I know you would. Yeah. How am I supposed to fully test a mattress if I can't FaceTime my sister? Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> like, this is how I would FaceTime and I would be on this mattress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, this is what I'll be doing sometimes. So I really just have to make sure. But, yep, no, we got it. And, yeah, here we are. Here we are. So... Let's take us back a little bit. Okay. When I, when I think of teenage you, <laughs> oh, God. I remember you telling me trying like a cigar in the Venice Middle School bathroom or something uh-huh. like that. And I remember you getting into trouble often, sneaking into the house behind us to use their pool with Jackie and such uh-huh. like that. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> It's it like, looked like it needed to be slamming, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if they're not going to do it, then we will. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You should have locked your screen door then if you don't want me in your pool. <laughs> and it was unlocked, and it was waiting for me, and time to swim. That's it. Sorry. It's Florida. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think <laughs> – I also think of – you having us write messages in the Halloween goodie bag saying, like, we'll oh, kill you. We yep. will find you. Oh, my God. And we will kill you. <laughs> and then, oh, well, and don't forget the anthrax scare. <laughs> yeah, when anthrax is at its height and its peak, Stephanie put sugar or things in bag in envelopes and put it in people's mailboxes. How old were we? People were terrified of, like, opening their mail and, like, packages and stuff and that really happened so I think I think someone said someone anthrax so I decided right at that time like let's make some little scary things so I was like baking soda I think I put it in the envelopes and just put them in people's mailbox <laughs> and how old do you think you were oh man I don't really remember probably like what like 15 or something 14 I, I can't really remember now yeah but crafty crafty nonetheless yeah, yeah. I think as Stephanie is Street smart. Yeah. Stephanie is somebody yeah. that can make it in the streets. She knew how to rig the alarm in her bedroom, our house alarm, before there was YouTube, okay? Married girls just want to have fun of you. Yes. Like, nowadays, kids just Google it. They can figure that out. Stephanie was in there tampering with the ADT before anyone showed her how, okay? Yeah, like, don't ask me anything about math, um, anything like that, because I don't know, nor do I want to. <laughs> But <laughs> I have things to do and I got to get there. So how do I get out? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really what it is. You know, we can figure out other things with that stuff. No. no. It's all about the things that can get us by and help us out. And that's it. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Really, you do have to have some level of street smarts about you. I feel like 
instead of just book smart, it's like, okay, that's cool that you know how to solve that math problem and spell that word and do this and do that. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to know how to do other things, okay? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always involve a book. It's definitely. It's definitely. Stephanie, <laughs> wait, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Survive the apocalypse. Oh, yes. Whereas I would she be would. dead. I would, like, just lay down somewhere and, like, offer myself up. But she'd be like, <laughs> nah. I'm telling you, I remember one time we were driving my 99 Saturn, which did not have a good system. And she was driving it, and we were about to – my brakes locked up. We were about to rear on the car uh-huh. in front of us. And Stephanie goes, oh, we're about to get in an accident. And she's like, we're about to hit them. And she's cool, calm, collectly drove the car off the road. So that way we got off the road instead of hurting – instead of hitting a car. Incredible. And, like, the reaction time that she has. Yeah, you gotta have a couple good things about you. <laughs> she would say babies off of couches. Yeah, I feel no. like you. If, <laughs> Did she say no? <laughs> no, it's like if you saw a kid. Maybe a kid's what? not oh. a great example. No, if you saw a kid or a dog about to roll and fall off a couch to be harmed, I feel like you'd be someone that would be fast enough to catch that child. Oh, yeah, but I'd let the kid fall before I let a dog fall. Right. Because now I like dogs. Because <laughs> now dogs, I love so. dogs. It took a long like, time. Oh, my God. I hated animals before. I really did. And now I have my dogs, and I love them. I think they're better than people. Um, the little one, I carry her like a baby, and I'm like, you're better than a human baby. Like, <laughs> you, you know, carried really a human baby. I know, but that was a long time ago. Now I'll never have another one. So it's like <laughs> when I had the human baby – I didn't know I liked dogs. That was my only one. Now I don't have a human, I don't have a baby anywhere, so I just have my dogs. I don't want to gloss over the fact that she said when I had a human baby, as if you were able to have any other type of baby. <laughs> we had a human one. We just want to clarify. Just to make sure it's very clear. There might be someone yeah. out there that would it's think it's a human way. baby. Mm-hmm. A human, a human one. Poor Val. Yeah, you know, not the other kind. The, yeah, yeah, you know. She's thriving. Can you believe Valerie is about to be as old as you were when you were expelled from high school? No, I can't. I was kind of creepy. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know? Like, I can't believe she's already, like, that age. Like, all right, last year of education, almost there. <laughs> she's about to supersede your level of education. Yeah. One, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Your legacy. Yeah. yeah. But she's – what do you think? She's – doing way less bad stuff than you were though yeah i she's but she has the same type of like she hates doing her work like all that kind of stuff doesn't like doing homework Mm. or any you know but she doesn't do the bad stuff she just is not a good student right and that's what i i don't think i don't see her being out and about and doing the stuff you were doing no no i don't see that either even though everyone's always like you know everyone says that like oh my kid wouldn't do that yeah or you know but she i really don't think she would I mean, she she would probably do some bad stuff for sure, but not like that. No. Um, I think mom and dad knew, though, that you were up to no good. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I mean, but sometimes they remember whenever um, the neighbor came over and said I, we were sneaking out, mm-hmm. and I was like, my, mom's like, we have an alarm on her window. There's no way she oh, can get right. out. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I can get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go telling someone else. What do you think, me? I could never do that. Meanwhile, you're like, I figured that shit out. I rewired everything. I'm out every night. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, you know, stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. Like, mom probably thought I wouldn't do that. 
or thought it was impossible, but it is. So you have to know. Like, not all kids are angels. I think it's so funny how Stephanie's your older sister, and she's this, which is amazing. And Mm -hmm. then I have my older sister, who is that. Mm -hmm. And it's so different in older siblings. Yeah. Stephanie, did as an older sister, were you never thinking like, oh, I should set a good example for the two younger ones? Or were we just like, I'm going to just do whatever the hell I want and screw these bitches and you're all on your own? Yeah, that was pretty much the second one. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> you know, I never really thought about setting a good example for them at all. Um, and clearly, that, that, that's obvious. In a way, <laughs> yeah, she did, though. She told you what not to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, I do, I do think when I was younger and seeing you get in trouble, I was like, well, I don't want to get in trouble like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's kind of, it is a thing. You see the consequences and you just see how it goes and it makes you either want to do it or not want to do it. Whereas if she were a goody two-shoes, you'd be like, I don't want to fucking do this. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Stephanie needed to pave the way for the rest. I don't know. And you know, a lot of times they say the first kid's like the fuck up, like you kind of, I call them the first pancake. <laughs> it's the one that tests yeah. the grill for heat. It's not. Mm-hmm. It, it's not around to last, and it's not going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Harsh. laughs> okay, listen. As a middle child, I needed a comeback for somebody. Okay, that's I had to true. think of back as a middle child. So yeah, hey, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the worst thing you ever did as a teenager? Oh gosh. Um, What's the first thing you think of? I'm trying to think here. Yeah, that's you put me on the spot here, and I can't even think about it. Uh, you know what? One thing I will say that I will say is probably one of the worst things I did is when I went to Denny's, and it was with a girl from school, and when the bill came, oh. we sent a couple dollars on the table and ran out and left. And it was literally like I don't remember what the bill was supposed to be, but we were like we died to dash, we left a couple of bucks, and just took off running. And you know what? And then here I was becoming a, a bartender and server for the past like 15 years. And I've thought about that and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's horrible. Oh, that yeah. is worse than other things that I've done because these people rely on their tips to pay their bills as I did for many years. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, um, I'm like, that is one, I think that's worse than a lot of the other. I do a lot of other stuff, but that is worse. It has an impact yeah. on somebody. You know, it's not like stealing from the mall or the store. That was like worse. So yeah, I'd say that really is one of the biggest worst things I've done. Did you ever get stiffed real bad one time and then think of I shouldn't have done that to that lady at Denny's? Yeah, yeah. I have. Oh my gosh, I had somebody walk out on a two hundred and sixty-seven dollar tab and I had to pay for it. What? And I thought about man, they really got me for uh that twenty dollar Denny's tab. (laughs) (laughs) That karma, she works. And I, you know what, a lot of times it, I always wonder if it works or not or if it really is real. So when stuff like that happens, I'm like, God damn, it's real. This is what it feels like. <laughs> this is what it feels like. I should have never did that. Just like when I, um, someone, I rerunded somebody and drove away. And I told the lady, like, she was old and it was right there in the hurricane and the lights were off. And I went up to her window and then she's like, I don't know where I am and I'm lost. And I was like, okay, you know what? Where do you live? You can follow me. I'll get you back to your house. It was really bizarre. And um, she's like, can you tell my husband? I said, yeah, we'll tell your husband all the information. I wrote down my name. I just wrote the word Geico on a piece of paper, and I handed it to her. And I was like, here's my information. Um, Follow me. I'll get you back to your house. I know. 
and I just took off. You know, I took off on her. Oh, I left. No. I was like, and then you know what happened? Like a couple months later, it was raining. Somebody slammed into me and took off. Yeah. And of course, I couldn't get it paid for because um, I didn't have uninsured or whatever. And the person, whatever it was. But anyway, that was my karma because my insurance wouldn't take the, the claim. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. In those moments, you're like, wow, it's instant, isn't it? Magic is immediate. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. What would be your favorite thing about working at Hooters? I love these stories of you as a bartender. Oh, yeah. So what's your favorite and what's your hated? Well, let's see. Definitely, you know, I like the desperation of the patrons. (laughs) Because... (laughs) I was able to really make money off that. Oh, yeah. I really, that really worked for me. <laughs> and a lot of them, I what I noticed, like, you know, they like to feel like they're, I call it being a Captain Save-A-Ho. Yep, yep, one. Captain Save-A-Ho, you know? many and, of them. Um, so <laughs> when they, you know, you tell them some story, they're like, oh, you know, give you money. I know, um, I like the story when I told this guy that I was about to be kicked out of school and I wasn't even in school, but I said, I'm going to be kicked out of college if I, if I don't get the money to pay for my books tomorrow. He's like, how much do you need? And I was like, $800. And he's like, well, I'll call the school. I'm like, no, they don't take phone payments. And, <laughs> and then he gave me the money. He went to his car and came back and gave me $800. And then I told him, oh my gosh, I need a Kindle fire to put my textbooks on. And he's like, well, where can we get that? I'm like, just give me the money for it, and I'll get it, but it's at Best Buy. So he gave me the money, and then I sent him a picture of the Kindle Fire I already had, and said, thank you so much, you know? So, you know, just it was fun taking these people for rides sometimes, and they deserved it. No, I think if you are so dumb to just yes. offer up that much money to somebody, like, that is your fault. To a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't feel bad. Um... You know, but and of course you ran into the guys that always wanted more, like, you know, and there was the girls that would give them more, but I always was just like, let me get what I can before it gets to that point, yeah. and then I'm just going to stop talking to you, and, you know, I did that, then I did that for a few people, mm-hmm. one of the guys actually said he wanted me to come to his house, I was like, I don't know if I should do this, but I did, so I met him in a restaurant parking lot, and he had, he said, get in the car, so I did, he was ducked down, we had to go through the gate, and uh, he had a wife, they didn't, he didn't want to even see me in the car. So I'm ducked down on the floor of this BMW SUV. I'm like, okay. I go to his house on Bohemian Beach, ride the elevator up and down, have a glass of wine. It was one of the richest houses. I think it was like the most expensive house I've ever been in. Uh-huh. And uh, drink some wine. Told him that I would start coming over on a regular basis, okay. um, hanging out. And then he handed me $400 and I went home. And then I blocked him. I never talked to him again. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, because he's like, so, you know, now that you're comfortable here, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, then you start coming over. And, you know, he what he meant. But I was like, you know what? So I took the 400. I never talked to him ever again. How are you so, so quick on your feet? Yeah. Like, how do you think how of these think things? Of oh, they don't take phone payments. I would have been like, eh. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like, <laughs> I'll get him the number and think of something in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just like in a moment, I'm like. You know, but a lot of older people, like, you don't do this to 30-year-olds. They're too smart. These oldest people, it's very easy to do this stuff, too. Was that the guy that wanted me to write a blog about his house on Boca Grande and his travels? Oh, yes. I forgot you met him. And then he paid, remember he paid for drinks and he paid for, I think he paid for crab legs that night, too. 
But I remember that night. Yeah, that's, that's him. He has a half a muscle grand. He talks to you for a while. Yeah, I forget yeah he acted like oh since I was in journalism school that I should just like write about him and his life and that and that me and you could both go to his house and I could see the house and write about it oh it's like come on man like really (laughs) you're you're the most interesting subject and I'm gonna put you you're like you're not newsworthy right exactly (laughs) exactly yeah I mean what are you thinking and then of course I'd say you know Hooters it just has a fun place to work and I got to do a lot of really cool things like you know Go on, like, the boats, and, you know, we stayed at resorts before, went to, you know, pageants, and I did a lot of fun stuff, and they gave us, like, really, like, a lot of really cool opportunities, but it gets old after a while. Like, you get too old for it. You outgrow it. Like, you, like, it's for a young girl. Mm-hmm. But you were yeah. in the calendar. How did, how did it feel to be in the calendar? I mean, you know what? It was cool and all, but I really was kind of just annoying because they expect too much of you and when you're there and once you do that then they want you to do all their events and all their stuff and it's like listen this is just hooters this isn't a career this isn't Mm -hmm. but so many girls get so obsessed with it to where they let it consume them like you know everything they're doing trying to do every single hooters event and stay skinny for hooters and do this and do that it's just a lot and it's like Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's it's meant for like the 20 year old girl that's like in college Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, when everything is still tight, yeah, and bounces back. Oh my god, yeah, I can never wear that now. But um, it's just crazy. Like you have to be so skinny, and they want. It's just a different atmosphere. And I can see why people get like self conscious, whatever conscious while they're there, because it's like such pressure to be mm-hmm. like pretty and skinny. And there's always somebody prettier and skinnier and younger. Did you like, ever feel? Did you ever feel that way? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, because it's like, they're always like, you know, make sure you have to have your, the rules are, you know, and every day they check you, like, use your makeup on, your hair has to be down, it has to be this, it has to be that, um, you know, so it's just like a lot of pressure, it's like, you know what, I'm going to get drunk tonight while I'm working, and I know I am, and I really don't care what I look like at that point, so I don't need to be, like, bothered with it. You couldn't wear your hair up? No. No. So you annoying. were never allowed to put your hair up, even when you worked on the outside bar, on the patio, in the summer. No. And it's funny because every other restaurant, your hair has to be up. I know. But, you know, there when we worked, they were considered entertainers. Exactly. That's how they get away with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're allowed to, to hire based on looks. Like if somebody overweight comes in or whatever, they're allowed to just say, like, oh, I don't think you're right for the for the position. But how did it feel watching an overweight 40-year-old man tell you that you needed to fix your makeup and your hair? You know? Because that's who <laughs> was the management there. Yeah, I know. We said that all the time. We're like... This guy is so unhealthy, looks like shit, but he gets to tell us, you know, that we don't look good or whatever for the night. Yeah, no way. No way. No, it's a fun experience, though. When did you know you were done with Hooters? Oh, my gosh. When I started getting furious, when I started being in like, such a bad mood to go there to where I was so tired of, like, the constant, like, antics and, like, kind of, like, entertaining people because you have to talk to your guests there you have to sit and bullshit with them mm-hmm. and like if you don't people will complain because they're there for that mm-hmm. so like they're not like a normal bar like they're there to hang out with you and i just got tired of that where i'm like i just want to bartend without well, like, yes you have to talk to people as a bartender but not like that mm-hmm. that's gone too far you know and i was just getting over it and i didn't think it was funny anymore like the jokes people would tell i'm like it's because i'm getting too old for it and i couldn't handle it yeah I don't know how some people are still there, but 
you know, they are. Oh, I see them. <laughs> what What's your favorite, whether it's you or somebody else that you've heard that you feel comfortable saying sugar daddy story? Like what was the best thing that they got from a customer, mm-hmm. whether or not they put the work in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. I know somebody that I know that pretended to be very sick to have a very bad disease, told the guy this, and he was like, we're putting you in the Moffitt Center in Tampa, only the best for you, and all this, and um, got her, it got him to give her the money, and she got liposuction with it. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and um, you know, the, the awful disease that she was supposed to be at Moffitt Center getting treated, and she made up that she was going to appointments, and this appointment was going to cost 1500 the other one was going to cost this much, and, you know, she needed, I think it was 3000 for the lipo that she wanted at the time, so she used that for that and then just pretended like she was there doing treatments and they had to remove it and everything else and um, then she told him she was okay after she got her life off. Wow. So, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. You know, many of the girls have guys that would pay their bills on a regular basis like their rent, phone bill, stuff like that. A lot of the girls have that where they didn't even pay their own rent because someone else paid it. Didn't someone get a refrigerator? Oh, it, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a whole kitchen set. It was a stove oh and a refrigerator. It was like the whole kitchen set, yes. Wow. And dishwasher. And, you know, that was a doozy. That was a good one. Did she, did, <laughs> one. did she perform for that one or did it just happen? This allegedly no performance. But, but in my opinion, you were on stage giving it all. You were giving a stellar Grammy worthy performance to get a whole kitchen set. <laughs> All right. <That laughs> but, you know, allegedly I never did anything. I, I'm like, okay, look, we all get things. There's another level to when you don't that far. <laughs> You're singing in the mic. <laughs> you know you want I mean? American Idol baby. The last episode. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you have to be realistic here. Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe you'd get the whole kitchen set. It's a lot of money. No. Maybe just a dishwasher. Maybe, okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, maybe if you acted like you were going to do more, you might get, like, you know, the stove. But, I mean, to get the fridge with the whole thing, <laughs> we already know. <laughs> That's phenomenal. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's what I always said I was like my sister doesn't perform like my no. sister does not get do anything to get this stuff like she's meeting them at a Denny's or an IHOP and they think that's worthy of yeah. hundreds of dollars like she's just telling them a story like I knew it in my bones I was like my sister is not yeah. doing that stuff she just no. knows how to work a room yeah but then I always stop it that's why I never get like the other, the level of what they're getting because they keep it going. I always am like, all right, that's enough because we're not doing it. You know, and I let them say stuff sometimes to give a laugh. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, would you like to lay up naked on my deck? Yeah, of course. It'd be so nice. And in reality, it's like, listen, I have no intention of naked laying on your deck, man. Yeah, but, that sounds so nice. It sounds really fun. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you get the money and you just act like it's going to happen and block them or never speak to them again. 
And did anyone you ever blocked come into Hooters and be like, why can't I contact you? <laughs> yeah, and you know what, I, I would be like, oh, my boyfriend, and I got my phone, and I had to change my number, and like, you know, I'd always have an excuse, and a lot of old people, or I would be like, I never got your messages, because a lot of old people just didn't really, like, a young person would be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, it, you know, that's another thing with the older people. I mean, just that most recent guy, um, remember the one you met? I think you met him. Yeah, last Red time. Lobster? Yes, Red Lobster. Um, you know, and he actually talks to John. He calls John on his phone. And, you know, so weird. he still will say stuff, though, when he's dropped, like, you can find somebody better than that. You know. And, um, but, you know, I was able to get the end tables. Yeah. And I was able to get, you know, what else I get? I got the cookware? Oh, the nice, the nice cookware, Rachel Ray. Purple. The purple one. <laughs> I was happy with it. And, you know, I did get, like, all kinds of nice stuff from him, some pans. And then um, I quit talking to him, and I just couldn't deal with it because he just gets so annoying. He wants too much conversation. And he always is like, you and I need to go to lunch and have a conversation. I'm like, I don't want to have a conversation. But he drove by the house actually two weeks ago, and I was outside. And he goes, hey, I happen to be on your street. And I'm like, oh, happen to be. Yeah, he caught me by talking to him for like 30 minutes. But it's just like he's going on and on with the real estate license and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, listen. You know, I got to get inside, but we'll talk to you later. He's just annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, so. even getting groceries, like, food's expensive. Oh. Well, he's like, we know when Dixie and spent $380 at Winn-Dixie. I wanted Publix, but I'm not going to complain about free groceries. Um, <laughs> but literally, and I kept being like, he's like, do you, what about this? Do you have this? I'm like, no, I don't have any of this. He's like, do you need some seasonings? I'm like, yeah, I don't have any seasonings. And then <laughs> well, I don't feel like. I let him feel like he was really helping me out. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not like he was like showing something. I'm like, I never buy that. I was like, I always have to get the generic stuff. And, you know, I never, you know, I just let him feel like he's like important. He's like blowing the card up. And then I saw some customers for my job. I didn't even look at them. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, you know. Yeah, they know what's I, up. Because they see him in there always seeing me, and then they see me in Winn Dixie, and I was like, oh my god, please say they think this is my father, but <laughs> they know it's not. And they see him putting ones down my shirt on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, old grandpa. Yeah, no, and you know what they're saying to each other when they walk by. You know what she's doing for them groceries? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> nothing, but nothing actually. You don't yeah, go do like, anything I, for groceries. Yeah, that's going too far. Trying to do shit for groceries. <laughs> that's going to have a boundary. <laughs> Put one yeah, down like, my shirt on. on a Friday. <laughs> have some standards. Yeah, when I was yeah, but come on. When I worked at Cheese, we'd always play Grandpa or Sugar Daddy. Oh, yeah. Because especially in Tampa, it was rampant. <laughs> I bet you had a lot of opportunities to do that because you would always see couples in there oh, every night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fun game. A lot of them were definitely doing the sugar baby thing. But, you know, you got to admire some of them. Like, you want these girls that are getting houses bought for them. Like, oh. not this Port Charlotte little stuff. I'm talking about girls that are like, getting cars bought for them like they're going on trips they're going on they're seeing the world yes and all they're doing is being a sugar baby i mean they're they're doing other but you know think about it like there's guys just willing to do it to pay it's like it's like hanging out with someone a couple times a month to get four thousand dollars a month it's like you in that moment you're like i'm thinking about it Yes, like, I mean, who hasn't considered, especially maybe on, like, some rough times or, like, 
whatever, just being like, gosh, like, all I got to do is flirt with this guy at the dinner table and I'm going to get paid. You know, it's, it's like, easy. are we wasting ourselves by not doing this? <laughs> yeah, like, are we, yeah, we're giving, we're doing a disservice to ourselves. Because one day, you know, we're going to be older and too old to learn. They're not going to want us. And then now we miss our boat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm not sure if we should, like, get on board right. or. Yeah. You know? I don't want to miss the boat. No. Not on boat day. <laughs> Not on boat day. This might be a crazy question. What's going on with this whole boat thing that happened? What do you mean? The whole, like, I, I see it on Facebook and stuff right now. Oh, the it's canal? Kind of, yeah. The, so it's like a big shipping container on the water that got stuck in the canal in Egypt. So... <laughs> That could be carrying a lot of, like, goods to the U.S. So if that gets stuck there and gets delayed, that can increase costs and cause shortages. But I think they, oh. they fixed it today, didn't they? They freed it. They freed it today. Okay, so all the, all the memes are no more. <laughs> no more. Yeah. I hope you got your memes in. But, like, right now, ordering anything from overseas, costs have increased, like, so much because containers are expensive. And the fact that it got stuck after even being obtained is, like, just a double whammy. Like, we can't afford that right now. <laughs> we're on a budget we're on a budget yeah okay now i understand like what do you have any questions for stephanie the more you learn about stephanie what's I your mean, question i've been asking as they come to me i just love hearing the stories I know. i'm i'm more impressed by the quick-wittedness yeah stephanie's i can quick. be quick sometimes but like the level She's of quick, quick with like the layers of quick mm-hmm. it's nesquick <laughs> it's nesquick baby yeah. we love nesquick <laughs> Stephanie is very fast, very sharp, always has been. Mm-hmm. I think Stephanie, I always say if you had just chosen a different path, you'd be a CEO because you are fast, you are smart, you just have never found something that you wanted to dump it into. What did you want to be when you were younger? Hmm. Did you have anything you wanted to be? You know what? I don't think I really did, which sounds really crazy, but I don't remember ever being like, I want to do this or I want to do that. Um, there was like a, like when I was older, like as an adult, that I was like, you know, try to do or like think about doing or start school for and quit and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so as like a kid though, like I just don't remember. I, I want to be this or that. Yeah, I can say the same though. I've never had like a specific dream where mm. people are like, I know I want to be a teacher or I know I want to be a doctor. I'm like, I just yeah. want to be alive. <laughs> Yeah, you just want to exactly. be here. Yeah, like some people really don't have like, you know. Marla, what did you? I don't remember. I wanted to be a librarian, dude. I loved putting those That's cards oh, yeah. in the books. And sh- I would get all my my stack of books, put those cards in, flip them over, keep moving. I was like, damn, I want to be a librarian. Or a cashier. I thought it was so fun. Oh, yeah, running. cashier. Yeah. Yeah, when you're a kid, those jobs look fun. Yeah, they do. And Amber yeah. always wanted to be a teacher, so at least she did that. Yeah, I remember you guys would play teacher and do all that. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's fitting for her. Yeah, I always credit why I was always ahead to Amber because she would teach me everything, you know, four years ahead of time. So. Yeah, you guys would do all that. Remember, and then, like, Marla's so smart and, like, tutor and do this and do that. Yeah, when I when I pretended to be you to take your test for that one college oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Casual. Yeah, a few times. 
Yeah, but she always paid me. I got 60 bucks the last time we did it. That's it. Yeah, remember one time we, we went and got pedicures? Um, that was after you did the math test for me. Remember we had our toes done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that, that was, and then we went to Orlando. Was it that the same weekend or a different I'm time? Not the same one. No, no, no. That was different because that was for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done that a few times. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know I can send you in, and I know you're gonna pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> send you in. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah, she'll pass it. Me, I'm like, okay, I'm always like looking for a way to cheat, a way to do this, a way to do that, and then when I can't, I'm like, oh no, you know, like. You remember when Dad set up the thing? I had a wire. I had a, my phone strapped around my chest. This is not a lie. My dad this did this. Great. And then I had the camera facing. Oh, that's right. I cut a hole in my shirt, so I had the camera from my phone facing the computer. I had um, earbuds in my ears, so I can hear. And then I was trying to show him with my shirt, the computer screen, and he would try to tell me an answer in my ear. Didn't I do this too? I feel like I, I feel like I either saw the record, like the video of your test. Yeah, no, I think we did this too. I think I did it twice. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt bad because you're, it was like malfunctioning or you couldn't get away with it. And then I couldn't continue helping you. And you wrote like, I got to go or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to like get off or whatever. Yeah, I had to get off the computer or no, get off the phone. But yeah, no, that was just like crazy. But then I didn't study. I'm like, you know, I had the time and I probably couldn't try and think that up and then sit there and not know anything. I probably should have tried. <laughs> we see this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know. But at the time, I, but I also just love how crafty dad is willing to be. Like, dad is uh-huh. willing to pull some shicey stuff because he thinks it's fun. I think so too because he likes to see like, is he going to get away with it? Mm-hmm. Can we get away with it? And yeah, he like he likes to put together stuff and fix things and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I remember um, just to tell the folks out there when I let, pretended to be you the last time. I got in, signed in, no problem. I think I showed your ID. No big deal that my hair was black and I was seven years younger. No one cared. And um, I tried to log in, and your login wasn't working. And the only way to get in was to have your social security number. So I'm like, well, I don't know her freaking social security (laughs) number. But I was like, I bet you my sister keeps her social security card in her wallet. Right. So I had her wallet, and I went in, and there it was right there. And I was like, boom, baby, put in your social, got right in, passed that. I was like the first person done. Amazing. Yeah, and then you passed it, of course. But, of course, I had – oh, I had the social one. I wasn't supposed to have it, and you knew I would, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was like, this – I feel like she would have this in here. So I wasn't wor- – I, I was scared. Like, my stomach hurt because I was like, shit. Like, we're about to get caught. But also, I didn't yeah. go to that school, so I didn't care. They weren't going to know who yeah, I was, like, you know? They don't know who you are. Yeah, like, it was your risk at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I was just making money. Yeah, exactly. You were just doing a job. You were just trying to get paid. Mm-hmm. And that's all you were trying to do. You know? I was trying to make $60 an hour. It was tough times. Hey, you know what? Times were tough, but it was easy for you because all you had to do was go act like me and do this and do that. There's always a task to be done. Mm-hmm. Have you just been pacing this entire time? Yeah, but I do this. This is what I do. Every time I'm on the phone, mm-hmm. um, I go walk around all the time. John hates it. He's always like, oh, my gosh, stop. Like, because I'll just be really sitting on the couch, and I'm just walking through, and then I walk front and back. Um, when I was in other confined small areas, I did it all the time. <laughs> back and forth, back and 
Ten steps this way, ten steps back. Other uh-huh. confined areas? Could you could you elaborate on is that the iron retreat or what is that? <laughs> Yeah, the old, uh, what is it, the old lock and key, the old Iron Bar Hotel. Iron Bar Hotel. Are you... Yeah, you know. Do you ever, do you look back, are you still mad about it? Uh, That you were in jail, or are you like, you know what, I did it, and we're good now, we're better now? Well, I still think I didn't deserve to, like, sit there that long. I don't, yeah, I agree. I always say that, that I think it's fucked up that they literally kept me there this long, and, like... I sat there, like, they gave me an offer of 18, which, for me, I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. I mean, 16 months, not easy. They gave me an offer of 16 months, and I was like, yeah, that's going to work for me. Uh, I don't like that. And then um, they were like, or, you know, I begged my lawyer to beg for house arrest for me so I could get out uh, at what I did. So, it, but to me, I felt like, you know what, there's people that are way worse, and they're getting sentenced way, a way smaller amount. Yeah. So, yeah, I do get mad when I think about the justice system and therapists. Uh, but now, you know what, I'm, I'm off everything and I don't do anything. So I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, you but really yeah. Um, come a long way. But I agree. I think for a first offense and what happened, yeah. like, it was crazy that you were there that long. But, yeah. but don't you feel like you're better now? Or do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, because I don't do any – I don't associate with the people – that I was associating with. I don't do those things. You know, like, I really have straightened up, like, more than I ever have in my whole life. Yeah. And, like, now, like, I don't do the things I used to do. You know, I used to be very careless. And, like, to have fun, fun, fun. Oh, but it really wasn't that much fun, okay? (laughs) It feels like, it's like, hey, you know what? Have a few drinks, do a little this, do a little that, and it's not a big deal. (laughs) And now I don't do that stuff at all. But it's like, you know, I used to be about the party and the hanging out and whatever happened, happened. And now it's like, okay, it's like, enough. Mm-hmm, enough. Yeah, now it's like, now that I don't work in the bar, that's another reason why I got out of the atmosphere of bartending period because it is a toxic environment. And anyone that's in the industry knows that, that, you know, it's just fueled with drugs and alcohol. And most people that work, you know, you're working late at night. You're drinking with the customers. You're doing the drugs that they're giving. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, I knew I had to get the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, now I don't really drink. I mean, I'm just like much happier. Like I feel better. I mean, like not waking up over every day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You feel good when you wake up. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm like, oh, this is what you're supposed to feel like. But every night <laughs> I was working. You know, I'm drinking and doing whatever. Cause, and I'm like, I'm more drunk than my freaking patrons. <laughs> I'm like working. I'm like, God damn, I'm fucked up. I'm like, why am I more drunk than the people I'm serving? You know? I don't know how people function when they're drunk. The second no. I get drunk, I'm useless. Same. Yeah, you know, I got used to it. I got used to working like that. And then there's some... I mean, I threw up at the trash can by the bar while I was working. I did that one night. Oh, no. Um, I picked one of the cups behind the bar and kept working. I had my back turned. And I threw the cup away, kept putting the trash. But, um, yeah, there are times where I did get useless or I got, like, way too ridiculous. But I usually kept it at, like, a medium level of being drunk. Mm-hmm. And maybe took some other stuff, too, and I was like, okay, you know. Um, or the time you did karaoke in the middle of your shift. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And then I had anxiety the next day because I knew I overdid it. I mean, I left all my customers, everybody. I just got on stage, 
and I started seeing Alanis Morissette. I knew that was at the end. That was just like a couple months ago. That was right before I was done with it. I'm like, you know what? Things, they really got to, you know, they got to stop now. Empty <laughs> <laughs> drinks and I'm up on stage like, here I am singing when I can't sing and I'm drunk. Can you imagine though, just being like, where's our server? Like I'm really, my drink's empty and then you look and you're like, oh, she's, she's doing karaoke. Okay. And you hear me up there. I want you to know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm there. I'm like, okay, I got to get these people their drinks and their food. I shouldn't be up here. (laughs) And I swear. It is so funny. So yeah, it was I could not. I would die yeah. in like mortification. Um, <laughs> I told Stephanie this, but I'm going to tell you, Becca, because I didn't get to tell you. We went to Hula Bay for St. Patrick's Day, sure. <laughs> and our server was very negligent and like no. this left and like never came back when Holly and Tyler got there and we we're like, hello. And we kept seeing her at the bar. So I was like, I'm going to go up to her. And I was just like, hey, like, it's been a while. Whenever you can, like our friends joined us, we need some drinks. And she goes, "Okay, who's your server?" And I said, "You." That's, that's why I'm asking you. That's exactly what I said. I was like, "You." That's, that's oh, why I'm asking you. And you could see it in her eyes. She was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." So she straight up. Yeah, she like called you. me baby, like sorry baby, and then she went and like oh, finished her shit, and then she came back, and I was just like, I think she was kind of drunk. I think, yeah, but definitely. and then she was pretty attentive after that, except for like. We they kept ordering St. Patrick's Day food. They had a special menu of only three items. Yeah. And when <laughs> Matt ordered, she was like, "The what?" And then same when Tyler ordered too. He ordered like the Reuben, and she's like, "Huh?" And I was just like, "Okay, you can't make this up." Like I was this like, "It's." Too much. I was like, "It's on the special that you guys are running today. It's this one." Their <laughs> only option to choose. Yeah. From. <laughs> it's on the promotional materials on your table it's that you one. gave us. Yeah, that you sat us. It's this one. Like, that was crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> that is so... I would die. Like, Oh, my God. Can you imagine being hurt? I wonder how I would feel. I know I only did something like that one time, and it, I was really, really drunk. And the, I went up to the person, and I said, how was your food? How was everything? He's like, I haven't gotten it. And I was like, <laughs> I never even put their order through. And I thought he was done eating, so I had the check in my hand. <laughs> And I brought the check to the table. He had a drink in front of him. This is when I was doing some Crown Royal shots, which I never drink. Oh, shit. And it just got so bad. But I was like, here you go. That was everything. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, hold on a minute. Let me go see what's going on with those. I thought, you know. And then I go back. I'm like, oh, fuck. Put them 10 wings in. Put them 10 wings in, please. On the fly. <laughs> on the fly. On the fly. No, if you on need something fly, fast, you need it on the freaking fly. That is hilarious. Yeah. I would die. And I said it in front of her coworkers, and I was like, I feel like this girl is just like the dumb girl in general. So that, and then they heard me say it. They're probably like, fucking Katie again. And she doesn't even know who her own table is. Like, you know. The fact that she goes, who's your server? I'm like, what table are you at? Who's your server? Just the moment of me saying you. That's why I'm asking. That is the most embarrassing thing I've ever like that right there. Who's your server? You. <laughs> I died right then and there. I remember one time when I was working at Outback, I just like, I wasn't even that busy. And I went to bring out my table's food and I never brought them their drinks. Oh, <laughs> and I was sober and not that busy. And I was like, sorry. and it was a, a father and son. And I was like, bring back their drinks. So sorry about that. <laughs> so sorry. 
sorry. My apologies. So sorry. It's like in those moments you're too embarrassed, you have to ask somebody else to bring out the drinks because you're you? like, oh, I really, yeah, yeah. I, not them, but I've done that kind of thing before. Really? Yeah. I'm it like, can you just take for you to ask someone else? Yeah, I think when you just really mess up, like, you know, the food came out before the appetizer and it was completely your fault, you have someone else bring that appetizer and see if they still want it. <laughs> That's when you know. It's like, you know, yeah. I can't go back. I wasn't on my game today. I was like going out to dinner with you, Marlon, because you like to analyze our servers and you can tell right away what version of server they are. Yeah. You know, we've Because then we always think about what we would have, like, well, I would have done that. I would have done that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we me and Matt have gotten some bad service before where I'm like, okay, well this but this is what I would have done. Like I do not understand like why weren't they going and checking? Why are they just standing yeah. here? Like go check I know, like but walk from behind the bar and go check. Yeah. You know? Go check. Yeah, we know what we would have done, so that's why I think we're more like critical, but we also are more like secretly critical. Like we're not gonna like no. it takes a lot for us to actually say something. Yeah, yeah I'll talk shit all day. I'm yeah. not gonna do anything. <laughs> But don't you feel like this is, like, the first time you've truly loved somebody? Yeah. Oh, my God, cute! <laughs> I do. I just, you just have never really cared so much about somebody, I feel you like. You hear what she said? true. <laughs> you never have, like, been so selfless. Like, if anyone else asked you selfless. to watch 10 Dogs, you would have been like, absolutely not. No, exactly. Yeah. She just said, I've never been this selfless before, John. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I can tell. Let's fight about that on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, like the friends that I was hanging out with at the time when I met him, you know, they were like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like about me. Mm-hmm. Because they knew how we all were mm-hmm. and what we all did and stuff like that. And so, like, it was crazy for them to be like, you actually, like, you, wow, you actually care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That winning. Yeah. Yeah. So, here we are. <laughs> doing it up incredible are you proud of you i mean i'd say now um i guess so like this was a <laughs> changes that i made you know like no longer doing like the stuff i used to do yeah i mean i'd say maybe but um we'll see you know i have a lot of things in the works trying to get going here and do but yeah no because this is the best i've ever acted yeah do you feel motivated yeah, see, I do feel motivated now, whereas before I never really did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was kind of, like, living for, like, the night or that day or, like, whatever was going on. So now I feel like I'm more, like, motivated and I actually have goals that I'm trying to, like, work towards. Whereas before, I used to just be like, okay, like, what's up for this? Very short term, you know? Do you feel like being a mom changed you at all from your reckless? Or did it just want, make you want to be more reckless? Um, yeah, I do think that it has changed me because even, but you know what? It should have changed me more. I feel like, but I just like got into like bad situations because now it makes me not want to do stuff anymore. Cause that was horrible. Um, like when I was in jail and had to talk to her on the computer screen, mm-hmm. that was horrible. I cried like every visit afterwards. And I'm like, I don't want my kid to see me like that. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want that to be the only way or when I'm having to like call her on the phone and, it was just bad, you know? And she would always ask me, when are you getting out? When are you coming home? Like, and I'd have to be like, I don't know. I don't know yet. And just waiting at every court date. You know, there's times like, Bill told her, because we thought I was getting out one time, oh, mommy might get out. And then she asked me, oh, are you out? Did she get out? And I'm like, no, I have another month. Like, there's just a lot of like, you know, mm-hmm. I would never want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. Thing again. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if like you 10 years ago would have been like, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we're all very proud of you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. We're happy you're here and you're doing so well and, like, thriving. Well, I, you know, I'm trying to finally, so thank you. <laughs> What's something that you did as a teenager that if Valerie did it, you would lose your mind? Um, I would say hitchhiking. That right there, like, when I stand on the side of the road and just get people to pick me up to see if they would, and I'd get in the car and be like, I can ride to Publix. And I'd go, and then I'd get a ride from a stranger at Publix or wherever to go back. And it's just simply just because of being bored and seeing who would pick me up. Oh, no. And That's that, so dangerous. Yeah, and people, and I, luckily I never had any happen to me, but I would freaking kill Valerie if I were not just standing on the side of the road. Hell yeah. Getting cars to pick her up and getting in some car that she had no idea. Oh, I'd kill her. I'd, I would drive down yeah. to, to throw her around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, are you serious? So, yeah, I mean, I know that, like, it's always been dangerous to do things like that, but now it's really a different time. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't know, the creeps got creepier. I don't know what's going on this year, but it's a lot <laughs> different than 20 years ago doing that. Yeah. Very true. Um, what was your grossest moment of because you were 14 and looked like you were 20? Like, what... <laughs> What was the worst part of that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I will say that, well, oh, no, we had a neighbor who was, let's see, I was like 14 and she was 13, and she was sleeping with a 31-year-old man, and then he saw me and was like saying things, and I'm like, I'm 14, and this 31-year-old saying like all the stuff about penetration. You remember he said penetration? specifically and, um, yeah and I was like um so clearly though he was like a child also I guess I never talked to him after that but I'm just saying like so just little things like that maybe yeah that also makes you think though about Valerie too like you hope you there better not be any 31 year old men out there saying that to her I know I know it's weird like it's just gross. Like, people are so disgusting. They're even worse now. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Like, the internet and everything now, it's just such a weird world. You never know if something's down or whatever. Scary. Yeah, our girl on our street was the first kid enrolled in the teen parent program at my high school. Really? Yeah. And oh who I'm God. guessing is who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she got a kid at 14. Thanks. And you know what's it's just like the the fact that our middle school in our town needs a middle school needs and high school needs a high school a daycare in the school like mm -hmm. that's sick to think about like that many children are having babies that we need a daycare yeah and it was so full that the teachers couldn't have their kids in the daycare anymore and I remember when I was on your book there was a 16 year old girl that had two kids and there was a 14 year old Ooh. girl. Well, I'll continue. There's a 14-year-old girl <laughs> coming in that already had a kid. Wow. And she was 14. That's... From 8th grade to ninth grade. It's so weird because, you know, like, years ago, that was a normal thing for young girls to be yeah. having kids. You know, they'd be married at 14 uh -huh. having kids, you know, and then we went away from it, and now it's like we're back there again. Yeah. Or... Your phone died? Would it be ringing if it died? I just hung up with this on purpose. I'm like over it. 
Yeah, I feel like, yeah, like, before it was, that's what you did, and now it's all of a sudden, now we're judging. Right. You know? So it's like, is it because we evolved as people and shouldn't be having kids that young, or is it just because we decided now that it's something to be looked down upon? Well, it's like, before, like, we gained medical knowledge of how it's, like, is right. it not great on a 14-year-old's body to be carrying a child when you weren't right. a child? Like, just because a body can doesn't mean it should, right, you know? Right, right, I don't know. I don't know. Where, I don't know. But it's like back then they weren't a child; they were someone to have a kid. Yeah. And now we're like, no, a fourteen-year-old is a child. I'm a child at twenty-three. Like I'm. Oh my god! I'm yeah. still a child, and I'm, I'm thirty. 30. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm chilled. I'm chilled. I'm chilled. Chilled. <laughs> chilled as fuck. Um, I don't I know. Call my mom for everything. I would if my parents wanted to be called that often, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't want to be called that much. They don't want to be called. And they don't want to be. Unless it's an emergency, don't call. What time is a riot? Oh, an hour? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Typical Stephanie fashion, she bailed whether her phone died or not. It's an exit worthy of her. Yeah, it is. Um, But, yeah, I have to say, you know, my sister's crafty as hell. Always has been. Yeah. She's obviously hilarious. Yes. Beats to her own drum. Yes. I've never been in the service industry, so hearing other people's tales, especially those as wild of hers, are always just, like, eye-opening and mm-hmm. enthralling. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish we had talked about more when she was young, but yeah, like a 15-year-old thinking about sending people anthrax in the mail, you know, just giving no. people a good scare, <laughs> you know? But she thought it was funny. She's like, oh, the more I told you a lie, the happier it made me. Yeah. I'm like, where's Adrienne for this diagnosis? <laughs> exactly. What type of behavior is this? Exactly. But, you know, but I really wouldn't trade it for anything. No. You know, I, do I wish she got in less trouble? Absolutely. Sure. Because it's hard to watch always. My dad so mad at her. And obviously when she was in jail, I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You know, you were there. It was really hard to go through that whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, watching her get arrested and then having to deal with it and trying to talk to her during and all that stuff. Like, that was really hard. But... Mm-hmm. But, you know, she is just who she is. She's always going to do what she wants to do, no She's matter what. unapologetic of mm-hmm. herself, no matter what version of herself she is. Exactly. It's nice to see her growth, though. Like, her talking about it and be like, I would never do this again, or I'm not into this mm-hmm. anymore. It's like, it's a good benchmark for her. Yeah, she's like a businesswoman now. She's like trying to be. She's an adult. How old is she? 34. 34. No, 35. I don't know if we ever said We're 35, 35. yeah. 35. My eldest sister is 35. I'm 28. She is the best. The best. You'll never yeah. laugh more in your whole life than a day with her. She's a good one. Yeah. She's a funny egg. Yeah. She finds humor in literally anything, which I think is a talent. Yes. Even in, like, shitty situations or creepy situations. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the creepy guys of hers at Hooters, mm-hmm. for her, was like, all right, well, what can I get from you? Right. Yeah, it's self-serving and but. manipulative, but also, like, all right, you're going to be I'm creepy. Regardless of who I am, because I'm a Hooters waitress, you're mm-hmm. going to be creepy to me. So what can I do to, like, make this at, to my advantage? I wish I could have asked her about the shooting at her last job, because the... Don't give it all away. We can have her back. We can, but the, hey, LOL, I'm okay, response after knowing your sister was a part of a shooting is not an appropriate... But, hey, but, LOL, I'm hey, okay. I'm okay. I'm was okay. okay spelled out, or just... Oh, no, just okay. okay. No, yeah, period? No, 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 hey, LOL, I'm okay. Okay. But that shows that, yeah, she really does find the humor in everything. She, she thought it was funny. She was crouching behind the bar to save her own life. Like, you know? The small things in life. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Gosh, gosh, gosh. 
Stephanie, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry that you've either disconnected you or ditched us, ghosted us. You were perhaps ghosted, and and in fact, I love you more. So yeah, thank you for doing that. Applaud the way you left. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, see you later, bye. See you later, bye. bye. Well, kids, we done did it again. <laughs> Another mess around in the books. Who's writing these books? Who's <laughs> keeping? Who's the bookie? Who's keeping track? Who is the bookie? What is the bookie's duties? <laughs> where do you find a bookie? I don't know where you find a bookie, but a bookie gets you into like some illegal dealings yeah. and like some gambling. It's like the middleman. Yeah. What's your risk of being killed as a bookie? I because feel like you're the high. Because you told someone to bet some money and then they lost and then now they hate you. Right. Because you're the mm-hmm. gateway essentially. And I feel like every bookie is always like in debt and needs to like pay someone money. Someone really important the some money. The bookie has his own bookie. Yeah. And it's like, who knows? I think the bookies pass away often. I would never make it in like a rough underworld. It's just oh, too no. many rules and like there's too much going on. The streets. No way. I would not make it on the streets. Matt, would you make it on the streets? Yeah, Yeah. you would. Yeah, you would. You can actually like hunt food and stuff. You know how like... Yeah, but you're not hunting on the street. You're hunting in Uh the woods. You just may not be hunting actual wildlife, but you hunt on the streets. You know you Mm -hmm. are. Well, different kind of hunt. Yeah. I forgot to say it in the intro, but we were also graced by a great guest named Flat Stanley. And if you've never had to do a Flat Stanley in school, because I haven't, no. um, look it up or just check out our Instagram post. Hey, Antonio, you're seven, but hey. Thank you for sending Flat Stanley to my house, Antonio. <laughs> I enjoyed opening it and discovering mm-hmm. Flat Stanley and mm-hmm. what it does and who he symbolizes. And we're excited for the adventures he goes on. Yeah, if you ever get the opportunity to take a flat stand with you, I say do it. Next trip, checklist, phone charger, flat wallet, passport, flat stand. <laughs> flat stand? <laughs> flat stand. Oh, yeah. All right. What's Welcome. your Korean word? Korean word. <clears throat> so, things are going to get more complicated as we do this because mm-hmm. I'm in a class now. I'm being educated. I mm-hmm. learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a key word today is Migu. That means America, United States. I love it. Migu. For example, because I can do this now, also I have to do this because it's my homework, is to say I'm American or I'm from America would be Shannon Migu Saramiello. Shannon Migu Slur it enough and you know what they'll understand, you guarantee it. There you go. Perfect. That's fine. Hashtag Korea. <laughs> Absolutely. Hashtag bilingual. I was like, don't want to brag, but like, I just retain languages really well. <laughs> so, I mean, I do, but like, shh, shh. I don't like to brag. Mind your business, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we said it, but we had, I had a lot of fun talking to my sister. So much fun talking to her. That's it. Silence, be sad. Thank you for being here. I hope you can. See you next time. Tip your waitress. Yeah. Skibbity beep up a doop a doop, dippity beep a bow. It's a podcast.